You're listening to the Joyful Grace Podcast, and I'm Sarah DeLauder. This is the second half of a two-episode interview with our oldest daughter, Hannah. She's already shared some of the struggles of walking out her faith as a young woman in the current culture. Listen today as she talks about navigating life's ups and downs and seeing the Lord work specifically on her behalf. You're 17, so people are, you know, when we're in concert, people will come up to the table and they'll say, (laughs) you know, what are you going to do with your life? And the generalistic response, I think that, that as parents we've given you, because this is something that we've underscored your whole life is no matter what you do in your future, we want it to be that you're following the Lord and you are heeding His will and His plan and His purpose for your life. But when people are pressuring you about, hey, you got to hurry up and figure out what your plans are. You, you know, you need to do this. And, and people always have their opinions of what they mm-hmm. think you should do, um, how you should go about doing it. Right. Um, I know your dad and I, we've tried. We, we want to guide you. We want to direct you. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we want to lean on the Lord and trust Him that He is already directing your path. Right. Kind of like what you said. He's already working. Right. He has been before you were even conceived he knew you in your mother, my my womb. <laughs> um, so he he's already had that plan and his his purpose and his destiny. That was why we named you the names that we did you and your sister, um, because that was one of my favorite things in the Bible, where God named people or he renamed them later in their life based on his plan and his purpose for their destiny. Yeah. And so, how do you manage that pressure? How do you allow the Lord to bring you peace when you're overwhelmed with all of the what-ifs? Because I know teenagers, especially I did, I know you do, um, you deal with that, what am I going to do in life? Right. What, what's God's plan for me? I got to hurry up and have this all figured out, and I got to have my, you know, all my plans outlined and <laughs> highlighted, and yes, exactly. <laughs> all this stuff, yeah. So, so how do you manage that? How do you allow God to bring you peace in that situation? For me, um, it's kind of the same thing as I said before. Just allowing Him to give me that peace, just asking for it, being like, okay, I'm, I'm letting you take over. I'm letting you just use me. And sometimes it's not even asking. It's just getting into seeking after him or to pray or whatever. That kind of brings you peace in itself. In those moments <laughs> where I've had people ask me the questions of, hey, do you have a boyfriend? Hey, do you have your license? Are you getting ready to go to college? Are you, you know, all, all the different pressures that you get put on you. I remember a, a very specific story. <laughs> um, I think it was about a year ago. Maybe two. I don't know. I'm like my dad, like I said before. (laughs) But um, I was in line to go get food, and this gentleman came up to me. He was very sweet, but he came up to me, and he asked me, he goes, so what do you want to do after high school? You know, what do you want to do? Do you want to go to college? Whatever. And I looked over at him, and I I pretty much always use the same answer because, I mean, it's very true. I don't really know. You know, I just Mm -hmm. am letting God do whatever he wants to do. I want to be that blank canvas so that way he can just start painting when he's ready. So 
I'm in line and he comes over to me and I, I just say that and he goes, well, you need to know what you're getting ready to do after high school. He said, my daughter, she uh, didn't know what she was going to do and then it ended up ruining her life and all that stuff. And I just stood there and I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I was just like, okay. Um, well, I, thank you so much, I guess. <laughs> I was just like, uh, okay. But yeah, actually, and sometimes just, people open yeah. their mouths and say things. That, that makes me think of the scripture that says, <laughs> even a fool knows when to keep his mouth shut. And I'm not calling that man a fool. No, no, I'm no. just saying sometimes we say things out of the goodness of our hearts and we think right. that we're being encouraging or um, telling somebody, hey, you need to do this. Yes. And we're not thinking about the power exactly. of those words or maybe what that person is going through that they're like, ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like I said before, I've, I've had a couple of those stories, but just knowing that first of all, he's with me, mm-hmm. that, that in itself brings me peace. Um, and then also knowing that I have people around me who support me, like um, people who understand what I'm going through. Like yeah. I have people my age, even older, like one of the people who are already on this podcast, Elena, I love her. <laughs> I love her so much. She is a big sister to me. Um, and I've told her that, so she knows. <laughs> yeah, that's Elena um, Dubeld from the Dubeld family. Yes, I love her. Um, but she will come to each other and we'll just be like, you know exactly what I'm going through. Like we can come to each other and, you know, we could talk about anything. We could have a laugh. We could, you know, whatever. And sometimes I just need that type of Mm go-to when it feels like nothing else is working because I know she's there to support me. I know she knows exactly what I've gone through because she's been in that position herself. And I'm sure she's mentioned that on the podcast. Anyway, so yeah, I just, I love her. Well, and I'm like that with her mom. (laughs) Uh, Janine Janine and I are always texting each other and being like, hey, pray for me because da 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 da. (laughs) And she'll send, the other day, we just did this and I said um, something about, hey, would you pray for me? I'm going through such and such. And she sent me back in big bold letters, I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And that's powerful when you have friends and people that you are walking a similar path with, that God has already done things in their life, that you can see where He's worked it out, or even just the whole thing of, I just need somebody to confide in, yeah, to confide in, to vent to, you know, not that you want to get into complaining or anything, <laughs> yeah, but somebody that gets what life is like, and so that's been one of the things, you know, as a parent. And then the whole traveling and ministry thing was foreign to me before I met your dad because I, you know, I didn't understand or know what that was like. And then to be growing in that in marriage and in parenting, it's been a blessing to me that the Lord has always brought somebody along our path and alongside of us that's walking the similar route and they get it, they understand. And that's something that's really cool because I believe that God always brings people into our lives for the encouragement that we can share in testimonies with each other and doing life together. Yes. That makes me think about you started a blog mm-hmm. and it's called Grace Girls for Life. Yes. You used to have the song Do Life Big. Yes. And you would talk about that what song. that meant to you and your life experiences and everything. And I think that's so cool because our life should be a living testimony to other people. Yeah. It's been encouraging and inspiring to me to observe other people's lives and how God's worked through them and in them or on their behalf. And then that builds my faith. And I know, you know, we talked about 
the whole pressures of life you mentioned earlier about the pressures of people's definitions of modesty of how they think you should be or how how they see you right yeah Um, how they think you should see yourself (laughs) so on that note what does modesty and purity mean to you Hmm. at 17 and in a generation where everywhere you look it's not so modest <laughs> true <laughs> anymore no <laughs> sometimes I, i'll be honest there's sometimes where i just i wish i could time travel back to the 50s you know <laughs> it was awesome music it was the whole thing it, you know it was just such a precious era i mean there's obviously a lot of negative things that went on around that time that right <laughs> any era really comes with but i feel like there was some give and take there you know you get back that modesty but you know you, there's taking away some of the other elements but um for me it's always remembering that i should see myself how jesus sees me mm-hmm. so i should live my life in that way whatever scripture says goes basically um and you all have raised me in a way that that should be my rule book basically basing my life and my decisions and my really anything that i do or choose to do or happen to me go to scripture and figure out how that needs to apply When it comes to modesty, you know, you'll be in public and you'll see some interesting things. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) which I won't mention, I won't, no, we're not going to go there. (laughs) But um, just knowing that sometimes girls or guys, mostly girls though, you can see that from a scriptural standpoint that they don't know their worth. You can just tell because of how they dress, how they act. So Um, it kind of, it speaks about who they are. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, it speaks about who they are. For me, (laughs) uh, there'll be some times where it's a little uh, frustrating to try to go shopping in public. (laughs) Um, It can be a struggle, really, to live your life in this day and age. You mean from the biblical perspective. Exactly, yeah. So, what is something that you would love your generation to know? Oh, boy. There's quite a few things on that list. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, let's think of just one. Okay, all right. Something that you would love them to know that maybe God has spoken to your heart, even something recently. I think I'm, I'm going to try to tie these together a little bit, but okay. two things. <laughs> I don't think I can choose just one. I don't think there is. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> um, but for sure, like I said before, every moment counts. What you do with it matters. So choosing to be kind rather than lash back or um, choosing to be positive in a very negative time. And then also knowing your worth because that that's the struggle I've had my entire life physically and mentally and, you know, all of it. But knowing your worth and the fact that God loves you so you should be able to love yourself and love others around you, mm-hmm. even, if, even if they don't love you back, whether it's family, whether it's friends, you know, any of that. I know it's kind of become your key scripture Mm -hmm. it's on your wall in your bedroom yes (laughs) it's on your journal um it's everywhere (laughs) it's everywhere what is that scripture jeremiah 29 11 for i know the plans i have for you says the lord plans to prosper and not to harm you they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a hope and a future and for me that's my anthem you know because 
uh, like we've been talking about just the pressures of this world and the pressures of from both sides, from Christians and from could be non-believers or people who are questioning it, whoever they could be, right. both sides of it. You're still judged and you're still pressured by both. Mm-hmm. So in light of everything that we've discussed today, I would absolutely love it if you would pray for anybody listening yeah. that needed to hear just some of those bits of encouragement, reminders that God's on their side, He's for them, not against them. And I'm pretty sure that there are more than one person out there (laughs) that needs to just have that boost in their step to say, you know what? God's got my back. Exactly. Yes. Well, Lord, I thank you for um, this podcast. I thank you for um, helping it to reach other people who need to hear it the stories that are being put on here to help encourage other people. I thank you for um, healing those who are going through brokenness and those who are in this time who feel alone, that they aren't alone, (laughs) that they will remember that. I thank you for the people who needed to hear that scripture and that that can be their anthem as well. I thank you for um, people who don't know their worth or their value and that they can find it in you and that they can confine in you when they're struggling with whatever it could be, Lord. And that no matter what happens, no matter what they go through, that you are by their side and you are fighting for their behalf in a spiritual warfare battle. And I thank you that they can use the Bible as a reference, as a uh, weapon for their soul, for their spirit, Lord. I thank you for peace and restoration of those who need it. I thank you for people who feel like they don't deserve grace, that they know that they can find it in you and that they do deserve it because of what you did on the cross for them. I thank you for all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hannah shared some valuable truth for all ages. When we have the Bible as the foundation for every aspect of our lives, our hope and our faith is strengthened. Despite how things may appear, God has a plan for each of us and He loves us. My prayer is that you recognize His love in your own life, and if you need prayer, please email me at thejoyfulgracepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the Joyful Grace Podcast.